0: Well, we know the midterms are over with now and what we thought is really what they quantifying has happened. So they said that there was a low black voter turnout for the midterms, which we already knew that was going to happen because they're not offering nothing to black people. They're not offering us a thing. Black more and more black people are getting on the mantra. No tangibles, no vote. What is the point of going out and voting for these people when they're not giving us anything? Now, they say a record number of black Democrats ran for Senate in battleground states during the 2022 midterms, but many of them failed to energize black American voters. They say that one of the most important stories in American politics is the Democratic Party's increasing reliance on white voters as they lose ground with non white voters. So the Democrats now are trying to pivot to white folk, which is not going to work because white people's votes are split. More white people are conservative Republican. That's what they are because it makes sense because they want to conserve white supremacy. And, and, and so it makes plenty of sense, but they're trying to pivot to white people. And thinking that they can go offer white people the things that they try to offer black people, and with white people, you got to give them some something. You actually have to give them something that they, you know, want. Now, if they come and start trying to get white people something, then black people could turn around very easily and say, "Okay, well, look, you had no problem promising white voters something. Why you not promising nothing to black people? See that benign neglect not going to work with white voters." They say that the evidence says so far raises the distinct possibility that the black share of the electorate sank to its lowest levels since 2006. They say it certainly did in states like Georgia and North Carolina where authoritative data is already available. They say that it could be seen as a reversion they say to black turnout before the Obama era, but warns that it's consistent. With a pattern of non white voters trending a bit more to the Republican Party since 2018. So, black people not showing up for the Democrats. And that was quantified, which that was the point. Black folks, what they're saying now is this we're not showing up to vote for you for nothing. This is why you're hearing more and more states talking about reparations. Because the strategy of going to white voters is not going to work. It's not going to work because a lot of white voters don't really want what the Democrats are offering. So they're going to have to pivot back to black people. See, they tried that strategy. Oh, well let's, let's see. If we can give something to the Asians and the Asians didn't show up to vote for you. Oh, let's try to do something for the uh, immigrants. People definitely South of the border. They didn't show up to vote for you either. And half of them vote uh, conservative. So once again, it goes right back to black folk. So, so we are actually in a perfect position, black folk right now. All we have to do is just hold the line, hold our peace with the whole situation. Just hold it all. And say, if you want to get these black votes back, then we need our reparations. We need tangibles. Oh, we can just sit it out. We ain't got We ain't got to vote for none of you. We good. We are good. And as I stated, every two years they're losing their voters. Because their voters, that especially that older crowd, they really depend on that civil rights generation, they really depend on. A lot of them are passing away every two years. And they're gonna have to deal with us. And that's what they don't like. That's why they're trying to pivot and trying to do everything they're doing. And they keep running into a brick wall. Because once again, the white voter is not going to vote for no Democrat like that. Now, continuing, they say Mandela Barnes, Wisconsin's progressive lieutenant governor, was one of the biggest Democratic underperformers in Senate races. They say he came up 26,718 votes short, a margin that nearly matched the Democratic drop off in the city of Milwaukee compared to 2018. As said, by contrast, turnout in largely white and progressive Dane County, as said, Madison increased by only 7,000 votes from 2018 to 2022. As said, Barnes was the only Democratic Senate candidate to lose a state that Biden carried in the previous election. They said even as black turnout sagged in Georgia for the November election, they said, black voters actually showed up in larger numbers in early voting. It's a in the Georgia Senate runoff. Well, you know, the tactic still works to a point. It still works to, to scare black people to vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, I mean, it's just amazing how black people can be scared. I never can relate to that. You can scare me in the vote. Oh my God. Herschel Walker get in there and he go like, you scared of Herschel Walker. That that's the guy you're afraid of. Seriously. Okay. He's like the last person I'll be afraid of, but it's crazy how it works. It works for a lot. Of, like, I don't black, black people. Are so scary. <laughs> a lot of them on a good day is scary. And I know this you, they still it, it, like say, let me tell you something, Democrats that playbook of scaring black folks, telling black people it's an urgency telling black people you gotta save democracy every two years, that particular strategy is losing its sting. Like we said before, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. We know that it's going to take some election cycles for this, for this message to kick in. But like I said, we are in the long haul. We're in the long haul. We know, we know, we know, we know. Cause even some of those same people that you scared to vote, the ones you scared in 2020, it didn't work for them in 2022. And they've got some in 2022 where it worked on them. I guarantee it won't work on them in 2024 because all we have to do is keep presenting the facts. All we have to do is keep looking at the conditions of black folk in America and tell you no tangibles, no vote because look at what's happening: You got all these billions of dollars for Ukraine, but you don't got no no money for black Americans to pay reparations. Oh no, no, no sir. And no ma'am you, you got, you got to break bread. You got to start cutting some checks over here. That's what you gotta do. Oh, we're not gonna waste our gas or waste our time. We can all walk around and popularize the term. No, no tangibles, no vote. It don't matter what Boulay Martin and the rest of his ilk say no tangibles, no vote. Black people deserve something just like you just giving it. You you give stuff to everybody else. Black people need an anti-black hate crime bill. That's a tangible that we need. Black people need reparations. Black people need a new, new housing bill too, because black people still being discriminated against in the area of housing. They should remove that. I'll tell you you can't rent to somebody or somebody because of a felony. When they they throw uh, felonies on black people, like it ain't nothing. How a black person gonna get a place to stay. You understand? Black people are tired. Black people are, are, are frustrated and rightfully so. This is why they, they starting to talk more and more about reparations. As I said earlier is because they know reparations is about the only thing that will get black people back on board. Well, you know what? Black folks don't let them just talk about reparations to get you back on board. Let them checks hit your bank account. That's what you need. You need the check. To hit your bank account, you need reparations to pass, and you need it. you need that so you can start doing things for your family. All these other black people running around here talking about reparations. Oh, well, reparations shouldn't go to this one. Reparations shouldn't go to that one. Umar telling about black people mental health and black people. just where you gonna spend the money. It, it don't matter about all that. You notice that when it comes to black people getting reparations, everybody got something to say on qualifications. When the Japanese got their money, nobody no Japanese person say, "Well, I don't think no person with the mental health issues as Japanese should get anything." You notice that? Nobody said it with the Ukraine people. They giving them money. They didn't say, "Oh, well, it shouldn't go to anybody that has mental health issues." When the Jewish people got money in this country, because of the Holocaust, they didn't say that same. Nobody says that. Every time it's something for black folks, Negroes got to come up and say something. Just shut your mouth and get your check. What's so hard about that? It's all, you know, some people like you said, they, they run off at of the mouth so much. They don't know what the hell they are talking about. One breath. You're talking about yourself, you support reparations, but the next breath, you're trying to kind of undermine it in some things that you're saying. Knowing that them folks listening to you and try to, going to try to use your talking point to try to undermine black folk. If that's the case, if you, if you say, okay, we'll get reparations, but it can't be the mentally ill people. Then what white folks do is say all Negroes are mentally ill. So you ain't got to pay nothing. You don't give them an out to just to not do something for black folk. What kind of crap is that? But you know, I, Umar is a different conversation. You know, some things Umar says I agree with wholeheartedly. I support, you know, some things he says 2000% when it comes to the schools or what he treat black children, you know, certain things with white supremacy. Yeah. I support a whole lot of things that Umar say with that. Um, you know, but just a couple of other things he talks about, it just doesn't make sense to me, but you know, we're not going to all agree on everything and I'm not here to dump on him not at least not today on that issue. Cause you know, even though he, he doesn't really like me too much and that's fine. Um, I have no issue with that. You know, um, he just don't like me because I have some different opinions that he has, but for the most part, we gotta be supporting reparations period issue. And we can't have nobody out here talking against it. Now, not somebody with, with a voice. No, we got to push back on that every single time black people are checking out the process and that is good that they're checking out the process, um, until we get what we need as a people. Well, thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining us on the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Make sure you click the, um, subscribe button. There we subscribe to our podcast. Uh, make sure that you click the like button and those of you who listen on other platforms, you know, we definitely appreciate you, um, join us on our podcast and we'll see you on the next one.